Yo, what is good, YouTubes? It's your boy, Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry. I have got the biggest get that I could get on this podcast. The voice that everyone knows. Ask the Nick. Ask the chick. The good, the bad, the ugly. Nick Shabazz. Hey, everybody. Nick here. <laughs> get the jazz hands going. well you know i gotta celebrate right uh, <laughs> welcome to the show man thank you for doing it this is a yeah. huge favor to me yeah Cheers no, to you, my friend. i look forward to a day when i'm not the biggest get that you can get and by the way i still disagree with that right uh but anyways how, how's life <laughs> <laughs> it's good man i mean look you are definitely like one of the most powerful forces in the knife community whether <laughs> you or not. i mean that's true <laughs> That is true. And it, it, it's, it's nice weird. to be a powerful force for once, right? You're making me sound like I'm a freaking I'm SEAL Team Six over here. It's Hurricane Nick. I'm five. <laughs> He's a category five jack. I know, right? But you know, you just become the staple in the knife community and, and people turn to you when they want to like really know what's what. And um yeah, there seems to be no end to time, man. <laughs> I, uh, I considering I didn't think there was a start. Uh, sure, mm -hmm. yeah, no end is just as plausible at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, how's YouTube life been? Uh, has anything like changed for you? Or I, I watched a couple of your videos earlier. I'm sorry. And I was like, no, they're 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 so good. They're just as good as before. And and in my head, I was like. I could watch so much tape on this, but it's like Nick is just doing the damn thing. He's still doing it. It's you know, still good. It's still consistent. So, like, uh, has anything changed for you, or yes and no? I mean, I since we last talked, not really. Um, I've really been continuing to focus on trying to find really good stuff, right, and interesting, unique stuff. I mean, I'm just I'm busier than ever, both at work and on the review channel, and so. You know, I'm really focused in on trying to find the really good stuff at, at any price point, right? I mean, but yeah, aside from that, no, I'm just kind of keeping on, keeping on, trying to trying to keep the head in the game, you know, burned out a little bit. I, I, I admit that, but I am slowly healing. Nature is beginning to heal, uh, so to speak. And, you know, just trying to find, you know, really trying to find good stuff in what is actually kind of a really boring year in the knife world, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just I'm not growing out of it. Okay, that's definitely not it. Um but I'm not as hyped and excited for things I used to. But when I see something really cool, I'm like, wow, that's cool. You know, yeah, but, but there's less of those moments for me. I, I, yeah, but this is kind of like a guy sitting in the bottom of an outhouse saying, God, why is my suit so dirty? Like, dude, that's not new. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. you, you, you it's just been a really rough year in the pocket knife world. I feel like, um, you know, so many of the companies that very often have given us really cool new stuff have been, you know, sprint. Hey, have a sprint. Hey, did you ah. know there's a pair of three? You can get one, you know, um, you know, so much of that's been going on and rehashings of old models. It's been very, very slow this year, I feel like. And, you know, the budget churn keeps going. I This has been one of the most boring years. I mean, every, and which is funny because everybody's sold out of everything. Uh, you know, they can't keep it in stock. But what's coming out is just like nada, really. I mean, there's some mildly interesting things happening, but really not that much. Right. Yeah. Most of the cool stuff's in the budget range lately. I would say that. You know, it's yeah. funny because that is actually uh, one of the segments we're going to play. It has uh -oh. nothing to do with that. I have, I have this new segment on the show called Sharp or Dull, and I will show you a picture <laughs> of something. Oh, no. Uh, it's going to be a knife. And, um, you okay. know, you're going to basically say sharp, sharp being good, dull being bad. Pretty okay. simple, right? Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Uh, I'm going to skip the questions for now. I'm just going to okay. go. To Okay, so this is the bench made. What is the Tengu Gold class, right? <laughs> Sharp or dull? Uh, honestly, the Tengu design never did it for me to start. Um, and so to me, this feels sort of like... Um, Uh, yeah, you, you, you ever meet that guy who put like 15 grand in sound system upgrades into his mom's minivan? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I kind of that's the that's the vibe I get here, where it's like, wow, that is very conceivably the nicest benchmade Tengu you've ever done, but yeah, 
Yeah. So I just, I can't get on board. It just, it never really super appealed to me and it just felt so like thick in the hand. Yeah. Uh, that, that was one where I very happily passed, so to speak. So we're going Uh, dull on this one. Yeah. I'm going dull. Yeah. We'll go to the next one right now. This is the ProTech Runt 5. That one is going to be very, very sharp. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, I I happen to have one of these guys uh, here. This is the uh, Blade Show edition, but they're going to have, I just actually filmed my review of that this weekend. uh, And and it won't be out for a while yet because the knife itself won't be out in production for a while yet but this is very sharp they offer that to a few to a few people right that yeah these kind of travel the, the review blade. circuit a little mm-hmm. bit but they're good um yeah. the run and the funny thing is the run is a, a model from protect that i have freaking savaged in the past i was mm-hmm. not kind to that knife but they did all of the things it took to make that you know go from something that was bad wow, to something that, that is very good too. Yeah, the bronze with the protect thunk. Like, oh, I like it. I like so it. It's amazing. Shop yeah, it's shop. a good one. I, I, I definitely. Uh, I mean, if autos weren't so ooh over here, you know, like oh. I, I have a few of the smaller protects and maybe even some of the launches from Kershaw, but yeah, yeah, it's such absolutely. a big no-no here and carrying it would be kind of scary. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the big downside of uh, the autos. A lot of legal encumbrances. So we're going sharp on the Runt 5. Oh, right, 100%. Keep going. Uh, I don't know if you know about this knife here. This is the um, Williamson Copenhagen Red E, and these are their new models. It's the same Red E, but with different scale material and different blade steel. Um, the question I wanted to ask was, on Kickstarter right now, this is $46, I think. You're getting 14C28N with your scale and uh, coating of choice on the blade. It is a really good access lock. This is one of my favorite wow. knives that came out the year that the original Red E came out. But it is like, I think, 90, like 8 retail. But you can get in on it at 46. Like for oh, me, okay, okay. I'm going to go sharp on it. But you got to get on that Kickstarter. But yeah, um, that's one of those things that's suspiciously cheap. Until you said that was the early access price, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. they're cutting corners in there, right? The the the, the washers must be like made of old clamshell packaging or something <laughs> like that, or you know, the, the recycling. It did come in clamshell was... packaging, actually, which I hate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, look, I haven't handled the original model. Um, mm-hmm. I like seeing I like seeing good stuff at the budget. Williamson has made some designs like his. Like, he is a designer that I unquestionably respect, but whose language doesn't usually speak to me, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. no, no beef, it's just personal aesthetic. But at the same time, yeah, at 40 bucks, I can see that being a, a choice. Getting closer cool. to 80, 90, whoa. That's too much. I think 14 it's 14 C28's okay. I don't know. There's, yeah. just, there's a lot of really strong stuff at that range that it's like, mm. you're, you're pushing me. Um, I think that's not the range that you got to be in. All right, so we're going to go to the next one here, Wee Knife Banter. The banter or the baby banter? The ba- Well, you know what? This is the baby one, right? I oh, I can't actually baby? tell when it's closed. Um, I think this is the – you know what? It's one of the newer pictures in Wee Knife's Instagram, so it might be the baby. But let's go with the, the regular one. Let's the go with regular the regular one. So I've got uh, – this is the Space Kitty one that I – Yes, uh, I love that so one. My door closed. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is going to go to my wife here eventually. Um but uh, I, the banter is a knife that I think is very, I think it's sharp, but it's sharp for a very specific audience. It is a very uh, basic knife. And I say that with respect. Um, I, I don't know that for a lot of knife people, it's going to be the thing people reach in and grab. Right. But at the same time, it's unquestionably well done. And it's something that I could hand to any number of family members. And they'd just be like, yeah, it's a knife. Good. Works well. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I think I and I said this in my review, it's like it is a very vanilla knife um, that is meant to be very accessible. And I think he did a good job in that way. Does it blow my skirt up? No, not particularly. <laughs> um, this isn't a knife I'm going to reach in to carry, but at the same time, I can respect it. And I can see that there are lots of people for whom it might be interesting. And the Space Kitty theme is amazing. Um, that's uh, unrelated, but the people take this hobby way too damn seriously. I say he's a guy who does. But <laughs> like for every high-speed, low-drag, tactical, you know, leader 5,000, <laughs> we need Space Kitty scales, right? That's a win to me all right so i'm gonna go this one as as sharp for the right person right 
Nice. All right. So this is the last one. Uh-oh. And we'll go to objectives. <laughs> okay. Spider Co sprint runs, sharp or dull? Oh, sprint runs generally or that particular? Yes, sprint runs generally. I'm talking oh, about releasing the same knife in multiple steels and just kind of like, or different color combinations, different scales, just, you know, Spider Co's thing, basically. It is. Um, uh, okay. Uh, what, what's your favorite ice cream? Uh, I. You know what? I like cheese ice cream from the Philippines. <laughs> cheese ice cream. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So because it, it's, it sounds tasty, delicious, rich, that kind of thing. All the things that you want out of an ice cream. Mm -hmm. Spidico Sprint Runs are your very favorite bowl of ice cream served every single meal over and over and over and over and over again. Because it, it started off as a really good idea, but I think they've just reached the point where even the sprint run diehards, the people who, you know, a year and a half ago were like visibly turgid in their Instagram posts advertising the next one, are, are just like, guys, come on, really? Because um, every dealer and their freaking mother has a new Spydeco, uh sprint post. And it's like, especially given the limited availability issues, I mean... Like, okay, one that I did like actually recently was the River's Edge one here mm. that's uh, going to be done many times. They they just, this is an exclusive, but not a sprint. So they'll, you'll be able to order this, you know, each time it comes up again. That's a good idea. That way it just becomes another production knife. But the sprint market is, as far as I'm concerned, it is overplayed. Um, they have milked that every last drop. And now I'm, because I'm like six months into the Spydeco year and, I haven't really given too much of a crap about much of anything they put out. All their catalogs are just like, hey, no steel variant. It's like, guys. It's like you're playing it kind of safe. It, yeah, and it's not even safe, right? I mean, playing it safe would be continuing. They're just going all in on the sprinty thing. Right. And, you know, I think dealers have been ordering these for a long time thinking, oh, wow, this market's hot. And I think we're going to see an era with a bunch of, you know, sprints just sitting on shelves when people are just like, yeah, sure. It's a 20 CV, you know, pair of two in, you know, freaking That's avocado right. green. And, you know, uh, but past the point, I think even the collectors are starting to get fatigued with it. And at that point, it's going to a lot of people are going to be left holding some bags on this. Not a big fan of the idea at this point. Yeah, I, I, I've always gone dull on it, but I think that's because I don't use my knives that much compared <clears throat> to other people sure. that may need a more premium steel. Um, I'm just flicking the damn thing open and looking at it. That's my knife journey. And <laughs> that's where it is at the moment. You know, like I'll cut up boxes maybe once a month and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is better than that one. Like, you know, yeah. but I don't notice it on a day to day. The one um, exception I'll give where it is still okay. sharp is where you get people who are re-releasing discontinued models as sprints. Because ah. there we're actually gaining something, right? So the the Sleesh Bowie is a good example. I'm sorry, Swish Bowie. The uh and the Spydeco Tough actually, I think, just dropped today from somebody or another, um, which you know gives people a chance at a model that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. That I think is cool. That's still bringing some value. But if you give if you're trying to sell me another damn pair of two. We're, we're done here. I'm sorry. No. Um, I think everybody who wants 50 of them has 52 of them. Nice try. So I hope that market cools off and Spydeco goes back to making, you know, other knives for a change, yeah. right? Like, like in, yeah, exactly. Like some new stuff that I just don't see a lot of new cool stuff from them. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, and the funny thing is they've always been the company whose like, catalog where it's like, oh my God, stop whatever I'm doing. Like mm -hmm. I can be between freaking meetings in the hallway and it's like, you know what? I can be late to this. I'm reading the PDF. <laughs> and this mm -hmm. time it's just been like, wow, did I just fall asleep? Um, you know, this yeah. year has been a really rough year for them in sprint or I'm sorry, in catalog because it's all been sprinting. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so. there's no innovation where they used to have so much innovation every year where you're like, oh shit, that's so cool. I mean, to be fair, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. They may have a killer catalog coming up, but oh boy, they've not been exciting. Certainly mm -hmm. not been exciting me for the last little while, which is a real shame because they're usually the company I find most exciting in the in the knife world these days. Cool. So, we'll go yeah. dull on sprint runs. Oh, not even like dull, like unsharpened. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like that they didn't even grind it. It's just like the <laughs> blank off of water jet. They just put like a piece it. of steel slab like in between scales. Yeah, maybe they've rounded it. Although rounding it makes it sharper than I think sprint <laughs> runs are right now. So I would 
Yeah, like it, it's a wedge outwards towards what you're cutting. <laughs> like that's, We're going to play this uh, new segment, uh, another know. new segment called Versus, where I put two knives <laughs> against each other. And we're going to oh kind of like talk, you know, discuss like which is better. So the OGs, we're going to do the 940 and the paramilitary too. Uh, I'm going PM2 on this. So ah. I own both of these guys, obviously, because yeah. they're both, you know, points of reference. They're so standards. iconic. Like everybody yeah, knows that shape, you know. Exactly. And look, the 940 is a really nice knife in a lot of ways. And I think for a lot of people, it hits just that. It hits just right. Right. I think the green, the purple is it's one of the better things Benchmade has made and continues to make. But the grind on it has never really super impressed me that much. And I think it's just one of those things that's like, OK, it's great. Now, maybe try something a little new, try something a little different. Um, And just in terms of if you told me, you know, Nick, you can only carry one of these as a daily tool. Practicality wise, I think the, the pair of two just wins out in ergos in. I like the 940. I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of enthusiasm for the knife, but I I just no the para two is sort of the yeah. welcome to the knife hobby. Here's your para two knife for a reason. That's um, exactly how I felt about the 940 until I got one in my hand, and I kind of understood why people like it so much. But when I was just looking at it, I'm like, this thing is like kind of ugly, man. Like I didn't oh. really get it. I don't know. I kind of like it. You know, I think it's, <laughs> but then again, I like a lot of ugly stuff. So we, we can, we can deal with that, but no, I mean, I, to me, it's, it's really well tuned for like the REI. Is that a thing out your neck of the woods? REI. That is my name, except with an E. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. But not referring to you in this particular <laughs> okay. case, right. let's say uh, recreational equipment incorporated. Basically okay. it's a place where people who go to whole foods to buy groceries, go to buy clothing. Right. The guy who shows up, you know, to the, the, the path in the park with hiking boots and, you know, walking sticks. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's that guy. Um, it, basically, it's a good store. I, I kind of shop there, but it, it's very <laughs> much outdoorsy. It's very much uh, there were lots of Priuses in the parking lot. I think the it's like is what, really, like Cabela's or something or no. It, well, yes, but it's Cabela's, but without any hint. Of it's the, like the Whole Foods of Cabela's. It's like yeah. a little bit classier. That's kind of nails it. Yeah, there's no guns. Uh, but again, that, that that fits in with the Whole Foods -y thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just like an outdoorsy store with organic and, organic like, non-GMO. Exactly. <laughs> and they're very pleased that they're able to offer you equipment that helps you climb Everest and such. <laughs> and it's like, buddy, I'm not climbing any <laughs> damn thing. Like I, <laughs> I climbed up the stairs to get in here. We're good for the day. What do you got for that? But anyways, I think they nailed that aesthetic very well with the burp, uh, the purple. That's uh, the green <laughs> and the purple, by the way. Um, but I, you, it definitely doesn't fit in as well, I think, compared to some of the other stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, I've got one more versus for you, and uh -oh. then we'll head on over to Are You Garbage? This is kind of like a question that I've asked uh, Jared from Neves and I's before, and I'm very interested on your take on this. Yeah. The Civivi Elementum or the Civivi Knox? Like, which is the new budget king in their lineup? Oh, I don't think... I'm talking I'm base sure. level, not with any modifications or any of the new premium steels on it. I'm talking about base Knox, base Elementum. I'm going to be honest, the Knox I've got has a terribly strong detent. Really? Um, it's it's perfectly dialed in for a liner lock, but yeah. if you have any pressure at all on the lock bar, this oh, thing is going to be man. harder to get open than, uh, well, any number of things, right? Uh, so I, I feel easy. Yeah. So it's. I want to have it so good. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I got a QC fail, but I'm not. Honestly, frame locks are not that. Like frame locks are on the fade to me right now, I feel mm -hmm. like. Um, and a steel frame lock is just like, well, there's something you can do really well in titanium. And guess what? You can kind of make it happen in steel too. But eh. um, to me, if I had to choose between the two, the Elementum wins every damn day of the week and again on wow. Sunday. Um, you know, the Knox is very thin, but it's also heavy. It's also... I just don't, I don't particularly get that. Like, I get why they had to make this a thing. That way people can say, oh, I got a frame lock. But it's like, dude, <laughs> you don't want a steel frame lock. Uh, haven't we learned this already? And so for me, the Elementum being line of lock, being uh, with the variety they've got, I, I feel like this is probably a better knife for 90% of the world. Even if I don't particularly care for the Elementum either. Um, ah, it's, it's kind of okay. like the, it's kind of like the big like budget thing though. It's like get an Elementum if you're gonna spend what is it fifty dollars or something like that. Yeah, but I gotta be real with you. I don't see the Elementum beating the rat too, right? I, I, mean, rat too. I yeah. just watched that video of you um 
the the way of knife EDC Gearhouse video you made yeah. of that like premium rat too, and I was like drooling and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I to me at least, I mean the elementum's good, no doubt. And if you really like flippers, but it's just like I don't see what this is bringing to the table with the ugly ass lanyard hole. I just I do don't... not like the lanyard hole. I'm with you. Yeah, on. that's the very definition of like you know somebody broke into the plant late at night from the lanyard hole mafia and made this thing happen and mm -hmm. you know sabotaged the whole. I don't know. I the elementum's a good knife. I can't mm -hmm. doubt that. But just if it comes to budget knives, I would never. I don't think there's anybody I would send here rather than someplace else, right? Um, it's it's solid, uh, but it's also very vanilla and is just better, even from Civivi every damn day of the week. Civivi has so many like budget knives that are good that it's kind of hard to... <laughs> I mean, because they make the same knife, really. They just yeah, look... Yeah, yeah. It's good action, you know, some G10, some D2. Like that's a Civivi thing. That's why like the Knox really surprised because the one I have is really good. It's really dialed in. Lock bar pressure is not really a problem. Um, and it's Nitro V at $63. So I was that like, nice. kind of pretty good. Uh, I didn't face the issues of the, the lock bar pressure though. So yeah, I mean, it, maybe I just got a dud. Um, honestly, if I'm sending anyone to a Civivi right now, it's probably going to be the Ordis. Ah, right? I heard that's a good one. It is a really good one. It's uh, it's relatively inexpensive. It feels pretty well thought out. It's got actual style to it, rather than just feeling like, you know, the the, the elementum feels like they merged fifty knives in Photoshop and came up with this, <laughs> right? Um, whereas this feels like it was somebody sat down and said, "I'm going to make a some, some small statement," right? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, to me, that, that's where I would send people over either of your choices. Um. But among the two, I like the Elementum way better because this guy just doesn't impress me too much. I see what they're doing, but I don't see why they did it. All right. That's a good little uh, two segments that we did there. I, I think I'm going to keep this, these segments going. They seem to be sure. really good for the show. Yeah, um, absolutely. Before we head into the Are You Garbage game, I do have my <laughs> own garbage question. Oh, please. That I want to ask you because this is like. something I was experiencing today. Uh, do you have any pants with screwed up pocket clips like this? And do you keep wearing them? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was wearing that today. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, generally speaking, my point of failure it winds up not being uh, the, the, the lip of the pants, of the pocket that is so much as there have been a couple of occasions, especially when I'm carrying a prototype for somebody that's not quite dialed in, where, uh, for instance, the, uh, and I'm picking this guy up just because it's on the table, where the knife very slightly opens in the pocket and ends up stabbing its way through the pocket outwards. So I have a couple of pants that have a little perforation uh, right next <laughs> to the, the clip area uh, from that kind of thing. But aside from that, um, yeah, no, no, it's, it's a thing. I think it's... Uh, uh, I try to keep the uh, keep the pants uh, rolling, so to speak, uh, such that it doesn't accumulate too much. The other advantage, though, I've got on that mm -hmm. is that I so this is a weird thing that you're going to find out about me right here. Okay. In terms of actual full length pants, putting aside like formal occasion suity style pants, I own exactly one pair of pants like i own six <laughs> copies of the exact same pair of gray pants i do too i like wearing okay. the same jeans yeah yeah so but, yep i just wear these things to death it because it's the only thing i'm wearing on a regular basis so by the time that the pocket's looking like that the rest of the damn thing is too and so you know it's not like any one piece is gonna you know stick around in the state you're showing me here for weeks and weeks and weeks it's it's days and numbered just because i'm gonna wear the little you know i'm gonna wear the little dudes into the ground so to speak i've been wearing the, this pair for months <laughs> that's uh patreon.com slash everyday city carry if you can help <laughs> out with these jeans um, <laughs> nick do you have a microphone attached to your phone i do you do, uh, and it's plugged in. Can you like make sure it's attached because I'm getting some feedback sometimes. Let me try something a little different. Here. Yeah, like do a wiggle or something, and then uh, um, I started noticing it more and more. But maybe something's just loose a little bit. That's it. Hello, I don't hear you anymore. <laughs> oh shit, Nick, we oh, are yeah. okay. Hey, you yes. with me? Yeah. Okay, cool. All Any right. Better? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it seems better right now. Uh, so do you know anything about this game? Are you garbage? Uh, you, I think, mentioned it maybe last time I was on okay. the podcast. All right, uh, and I am garbage in any variety of ways. So uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm about to be personally attacked. But let's go forward. I mean, that is the first question actually of the game: is do you think you are garbage? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so the goal of the game is to not be a complete piece of trash. Shuffle the cards. Each player takes a turn pulling a card. All players answer all questions. Basically, you're going to be the only player today. Okay. Everyone has had a lot of fun with this game. Okay. And um, I just got the cards, I want to say a couple of, uh, maybe like last month. <laughs> These are the official cards from the podcast. Are You Garbage is a podcast by Kevin, James, Ryan, and H. Foley. They do this much better than me, so please check their podcast out. Um, they actually reposted my video, like, unboxing these they, they were like that's so cool i'm like dude my whole channel is about this <laughs> all oh, right no. so i'm gonna pull out something right now okay have you ever go. taken furniture from the trash uh, not from the trash per se but like adjacent to the trash absolutely <laughs> like you know okay maybe this is but you know that situation where there's something that's sitting next to the dumpster where mm -hmm. it's like, and I think a lot of humans do this, where it's like, I, I don't want this in my life anymore, but I feel somebody else might. Yeah, I've I've gained a couple of things that way. A uh, hundred, as a matter of fact, one of them's in the room right now with me. So yes, garbage, hundred percent me. <laughs> I, I clean them. I often do a little refurbishment to nice. them, try and get them. But yes, a hundred percent, there is a little bit of uh, renovation in my life. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, cool, cool. Uh, let's pick another card here. <laughs> that goes in the trash. That's a point for the trash pile, by the way. Yeah, oh, no doubt. First Have you ever I... been to a timeshare sales pitch? <laughs> <laughs> have I ever been to a timeshare sales pitch? No, I have not. Lucky you. Uh, no, I, I, I have very often, like, if I'm, like, waiting for somebody in a mall, I will bait the salespeople at the kiosks. Um, just to keep them from harassing other people. Um, <laughs> Great. But aside from that, no. And I'll, I'll, yeah, no, never, never did the timeshare thing. Nice, classy. All right, I've definitely gone to those. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever used duct tape to fix your car? Um, not today. Uh, <laughs> like ever? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I hundred percent zip ties as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, for a, a good while, actually, I, uh, the front of my car, like the front bumper may or may not have had an encounter with a, a, a rock, a large rock in a parking lot. Uh, and, uh, as I was backing out, I didn't realize that was quite there. And so it was sort of hanging off. So a little bit of zip tieification, And I think mm -hmm. there was some internal duct tape cause I wanted to keep it classy, uh, held that bumper on for a number of years. That sounds uh, that like an EDC thing. win to me. Oh, um, absolutely. Follow-up question. Follow-up no question. Have you ever gone to a drive-thru and had to open your car door to get your food because your window didn't roll down? <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like actually I have, but when was that? <laughs> this, is, garbage. <laughs> this has been a thing. Yeah. I think... I, Maybe it wasn't a drive-through, but it, there was a situation for a little while where the electrical system in my car was not exactly <laughs> in a past car was not exactly a hundred percent. I, I want to say this was actually even more humiliating coming out of like a parking lot. So I'm interacting with somebody over a larger period of time, like exchanging currency, and I'm trying not to like slam it into the freaking side of the kiosk and anything. So yeah, that was um, yeah that 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 has been a thing for me. I'll admit this, unfortunately. I've walked through a drive-thru before and they told me I couldn't get food. So I know. What the heck is that, right? <laughs> or like a drive-thru ATM. Like for a long time, my bank didn't have an ATM. They had a drive-thru. So you have to like walk through and I'll always like pretend I got a steering wheel. And I'm sitting here behind some little old lady in a car and she's looking at me like, you're going to rob me, right? And I'm like, no, bro, I'm cool. Go ahead. Take out your money. <laughs> All right, next question. Have you ever used the squeegee at the gas station to clean anything other than your windshield? Uh. <laughs> 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 
Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm sorry. If you'll bear with me for a moment, I was my wife and I and my girlfriend at the time were driving. Uh, we're doing a road trip. We were coming into uh, we were coming down from Great Falls, Montana, in towards Billings. And we end up stuck behind on a two lane highway. We end up stuck behind a gigantic horse trailer. Wow. Like, and I, this thing must have been like 10, 12 horses. I have not seen a horse trailer this large since. And so we are driving behind this. And this is not, you know, it's not going along particularly, not, not much horsepower in there. And suddenly we start getting all of this moisture on the windshield. <laughs> and we see it splashing up and it's oddly frothy for rain. And my wife and I are sitting there like looking out the window, like it's, but it's sunny. What the hell? And then we realize that what's going on is this trailer has a mesh bottom and these horses are just letting freaking loose. Oh, like piss like a racehorse is a thing for a reason. And so we are driving. It's kind of like when you're behind a snowplow, sort yeah. of that. But we are driving in this cloud of just intermittent horse piss. Pardon my phrasing here. For like, and the thing is, it's a two lane highway, and it, it, there were people coming, so we were stuck there for like fifteen minutes. Oh. And so we got off the highway at the next sort of opportunity. And I remember pulling into a gas station and just looking at the front of my car that had just had a golden freaking shower for twenty minutes, oh. and. and like using the gas station squeegee sort of affair, like on the headlights, trying to get them to a point where it's no longer quite so urea coated, right? And just like thinking the paint must not be loving this because I don't know what's in horse piss, but I don't figure I'd put it on my car. So <laughs> I feel like the answer to that being yes, but only because my car had a golden shower is probably not making me less garbage. <laughs> but maybe a little bit more so. Uh, so yes, is the, the answer to that, unfortunately. All right. Uh, do you use colored Christmas lights? Uh, do I use colored Christmas lights? I don't understand this question, actually, but the podcasters have said that classier people just use the white ones. But like, I, I don't know why. This is actually the one case in which I might not be garbage today. And after the horse golden <laughs> shower story, it's not sticking but no i all of the lights that we have are white wow classy how did you grow up by the way did you guys have like money did you are you like middle class like no there was there was a little bit of money at one point in time uh, mm. i i have been downwardly mobile uh for most of my adult life so uh i'm swinging back up i hope but uh <laughs> yeah yeah so there was a little bit of cash around nice nice i i can tell there's a little bit of class there a little bit <laughs> Well, I said cash, not class. Um, those are two different affairs, my friend. Uh, we're not. I'm not exactly Nick freaking Vanderbilt over here, right? Um, Do you know yeah. Backpack B? What? Uh, Backpack B is um, he's a knife reviewer, but he's like an Emmy award winning motion graphic specialist. He's like one like two <laughs> Emmys. Yeah, he's so he he has a pretty small channel, but I've had him on here twice. He's like a good friend of mine. Okay, I. I because I, he's like I'm absolute garbage but I definitely grew up with some cash and he's like my parents I said what kind of vacations did you have and he said my parents sent me to the Bahamas and they didn't even go they just paid for me and my are you an aristocrat like what the fuck are you an aristocrat yo what the <laughs> alright let's go to the next question here do you have an above ground pool <laughs> Do I have a pool? <laughs> this is freaking California. I gotta I'm lucky I don't have a fire at the moment. I <laughs> let alone a freaking pool. No, I, I uh do have you ever had a, one? Uh no, I have never had a pool. We have one currently, it's Olympic swimming size <laughs> <laughs> in New York City. Is it is it one of those on that where the top of the side of it is plexiglass? So you look out at the New York man, I, like over the park, I'm sure, right? I wish it was that cool. It's literally like I forgot it must be like Walmart or something, or like some kind of like camping store, but it's like there. So just imagine an oval pool that could fit like 30 people yeah, and yeah. it's like supported by these plastic beams that you put into the ground. It's pretty trashy, but oh, wow. no, it's a good swim. It like took up to here. So, oh, there you go. See, yeah, that's the, shabby in the summer. No, I'm, no hate on above ground pools. I just, <laughs> I, I, I am not that aquatic, I suppose. <laughs> uh, anyone in your family ever own a pontoon boat? <laughs> own a pontoon boat? Uh, 
Mm, no, I don't think so, actually. Right. Uh, but I, I was landlocked growing up, so that wasn't really. I've driven a pontoon boat, so that's. <laughs> nice. but, Dude, I mean, what is a pontoon boat? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, it's just like uh, picture two gigantic um, sh- foam-filled shafts, if you will, and then put a little deck ah, between the two like of the them. Two sides. Yeah, and then a motor in the back. Like- Loadable things. Yeah, exactly. It's like ah, picture okay. those really nice aerodynamic boat yeah. boats that are like cigarette boat style yeah. and with yeah, think the opposite of that. This is like the minivan of boats. <laughs> yeah. Right? They are effective. They get the job done, but yeah. they're not yeah. I was gonna say it's it's pretty trashy. <laughs> no, I don't think there's anything trashy about it. It's just like I don't think there were that many kids growing up looking at pontoon boating magazine, you know, picking <laughs> out their dream. It, 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 but maybe there are. I don't know. There could be a whole another, tuna culture. I had another guest on here that was like, "Yeah, we had a uh, a um, oh, what the fuck, like a boathouse. It like floated on the boat lake. Like what? <laughs> what the hell? Hey, <laughs> good uh, on him. Uh, glad did your family it. use Miracle Whip? Uh we have some in the fridge downstairs right oh. now. So, uh, Helmans Miracle Whip. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Hold on. What the hell is Miracle Whip? Um, it's mayonnaise. Not Cool Whip. Cool Whip is the one I'm thinking of. Okay. okay. Oh, save. Not garbage. Um, <laughs> not garbage. <laughs> no, my, um, I'm not a big mayo person, generally speaking. Okay. Uh, the clinic's good, but uh, the rest of it, eh. Um, my <laughs> wife does, though. She, But she gets some weird-ass pretentious mayonnaise with like, like olive oil. No, it's got, it's like still hunts. So it's coming out of the same machine, but they put like with olive oil or something on the side of it. I don't get it, but. Um, hey, it, Miracle Whip is it. the fake stuff. So that's the trash stuff. Oh, it's okay. Fake. Well, I don't, I, I mean, it's all chemistry at this point. Who knows what's fake anymore? Have you ever gone to a wax museum on a family vacation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, an advice of counsel, I decline that question. Yes. <laughs> Hundred percent. All right, let's do this right here. But when I go on vacation, the Batman poses with me. Anyways, I <laughs> um, have you ever had a taquito from Seven Eleven? I'm going to say no on that because you're vegetarian, right? No, I don't believe I have. I okay, good. Even pre-vegetarianism, I know. Like I'll 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 hit the heck out of a churro from Costco, but I feel like that's a level up. So no. yeah, it's definitely a level up. Um, let's do a couple of more questions here, then we'll sure. get to the fan ones. All right? Yeah, I'm still garbage. <laughs> Any of your homes ever have green carpeting? That's pretty trash, but <laughs> um, no, but you know that's. I don't even know, like AstroTurf, but not good AstroTurf, like the stuff that you buy on a roll at Home Depot that's like green and you can tell it's just mountain. No, 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 not inside, but like on the, like a patio area. No, (laughs) I'm garbage, but not that on the indoors. (laughs) No, that was just like outside. My folks were gardeners. So there was that, that was where their class showed up. Um, but yeah, there was definitely that, but never green interior carpet that I can think of. Uh, no. I'll do a follow up to that. Have you oh. ever had a um, Have you ever had a toilet seat cover that was carpet? They do exist. Not the toilet, oh. not the seat cover. The actual, the actual seat where you sit on, not the toilet bowl cover. What? No. They have that. Right. It's no. pretty disgusting. I've never had it, so you know. Did... No. No, that's 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 a freaking war crime. No, why? Okay, it's it's it was one of the questions, and I was baffled by it myself. But I googled it. What do you do? Rent a carpet cleaner when it's time to? I mean, what the? It's uh, some people. Maybe you just shake it out. I shake it out. Let the it's nasty. Go flying. No, no, no. I don't. One of the basic questions is: Have you ever had milk with dinner? Uh, yes, way back when, before I became intolerant of your lactose, but yeah. Oh, man. Like, if you weren't lactose intolerant, would you have it now? No, I was never that big of a milk fan, even before it started Yeah, I told the story many times, but the first time I experienced this phenomenon was with an Irish, like, a Italian Catholic family. I was in Catholic school. I was in the third grade or something. 
they invited me over and I stayed over a little bit later. It was like 6 p.m. It got dark already, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, uh, they were like, do you want to have dinner? They served spaghetti and mm. they gave me milk as a beverage. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? But it's apparently like part of Americana. Like a lot of families, really? like Zach stuff was like, yeah, I love milk. Neves Knives is like, oh yeah, give me the blue top or, or the red top. Red top is whole milk. Blue top is like the skim milk or whatever. And I'm like, that's nasty, bro. <laughs> the other day I was walking out of the grocery store or walking into the grocery store. That is this little old lady. A uh, yep. little tiny thing with a little tiny buggy. You know, the old lady buggies that have like one cart for one eggplant. Mm-hmm. She walks out of the grocery store. She gets like 10 feet. Then she busts out the jug of milk. And I'm not talking like one of them little screw top delicate. I'm talking the full freaking milk jug. And she just takes a hit on this giant ass jug of milk 10 feet away from the door to the grocery store, like leaning up against the wall. Like that was a thing she'd been waiting for all month. And it was just like... <laughs> Wow, I wow, well done, lady. I mean, with the maybe I'll have milk, you know, Uh, milk and cookies, I guess. Yeah, but no, I absolutely not. No, like for refreshment, though, like I wouldn't, I don't think I would do Uh, that. That's not, I'm good. Uh, I'm gonna do my own follow up question Uh here. Um, you know what? Let's do two more because there are a couple Let's... of funny ones that are not in the cards that I oh, have no. here. Um, and I, I think these are going to be no's. But has anyone in your family ever been um, involved in a monster truck show? Involved in a monster truck show? That's going to be a no. Okay. I, I don't figured. think. Yeah. Um, have you ever been hypnotized? <laughs> Like in a show or something, and like oh, like a carnival or something. No, I am a little bit too much of a control freak for that, my friend. (laughs) All right, we're gonna do one final question. You are eating chicken wings. These are the the soy ones, right? (laughs) Okay, you're eating chicken wings and realize you have to pee. You're not at home. You're in a restaurant. Do you head to you head to the bathroom? Do you a wash your hands first, then pee, or b pee first, then wash your hands? Oh, wow. This is an interesting problem. I wrote this one. (laughs) Do you pee first? Because then the question is I'm talking like you got to go. Like it's bad. Oh, oh, God. Once we're in emergency country here, it's just like, do I? And the other question I imagine and given, I don't eat chicken wings. So, but if you're doing the really buffalo spicy, like I don't. There are certain chemicals that I don't (laughs) want in the vicinity of my junk that might inspire me to. Um, yeah. yeah, or at least like rinse off one hand real quick before you run over there. Like you, you, you're unzipping as you rinse it. If it's going to be a photo finish, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I would probably be retentive enough that I would wash my hands, pee, then wash my hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you actually answered the follow up question, oh, which no. was if you chose a, which was wash your hands first, then pee. Do you wash your hands a second time? Uh, yeah, probably. Just out of pure respect, I don't know that everybody else needs to have my wang on whatever surfaces they contact either. I've um, had I've had guests that said like, "Nope," <laughs> and that and Zach was like, "That's why we have COVID." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pretty much works, right? Yeah, I mean, and I guess it's it's a good operating principle that usually it's going to be pretty clean down there, right? But at the same time, this is like a uh, oh, what is it? Um, categorical imperative act by with that maxim which you would wish to be universal law like i don't want you to touch that bus guard or uh handrail after having just grabbed your wang so i'm gonna yeah. do the same for you my friend i usually uh, wash my hands like right uh, right after and before that's what i would try to do but if i had to really piss like piss my pants oh i think that i'm gonna risk junk sting Oh, yeah. If I really had to pee, you know, because I've done like the hot ones challenge where I ate those chicken wings. (laughs) I've done it two times already. And I ate the Pocky one chip challenge. I did that, too. Mm. So I'm good with the spice. But I know that when you get your hands like that, I think I would risk the sting because at least I wouldn't piss my pants. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. It's like and that's the that's always the question here. You got those dueling constraints of like. 
would I rather piss myself right now or X or the, or the, the corollary, would I rather crap myself or X, right? So it's just like, there's a whole lot of stuff I would be willing to do in order to not crap myself. And, or, or uh, yeah, so that's a thing, right? All right. We're going to get to some fan questions now. Um, <laughs> this is from, you know, up and coming like knife reviewer, little fit devil, who is the new okay. microtech social media manager. Absolutely. Apparently. Yeah. What is Batman's great. best quality? Um, his vast reserves of cash. Uh, or Alfred, actually. Yes. I would say. Um, yes. I mean, that's the funny thing about Batman as a superhero is like his biggest source of superhero-ness is his wealth. Yeah. Right? Like Iron Man's really, really smart. Mm -hmm. So we can at least rig some of this stuff up with yeah. Batman. I kind of get the impression it's like this is a guy with a lot of money and a bunch of military surplus. And yeah. given ninja training in the new one, but mm -hmm. I don't know that to me, I think, you know, Alfred is probably the reason he's as sane as he is. Right. Um, as somebody with daddy issues like that, 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 that kind of a nice uh, background that can help. Uh, but yeah, so I would say, uh, the, the vast cash reserves are the thing that keeps Batman in business, so to speak. But um, yeah, I think it, having those connections, Alfred, Robin, that kind of thing, it's a beautiful How could, thing. like, not even one billionaire in the world today chose to be Batman, like, or something? I, I Not even one? Yeah, but then you look at what it takes to be a billionaire right now. You learn all martial arts from, like, the best masters in the world and become this... Because your money is just rolling in. Like, you don't even have to do yeah. anything anymore. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. At a certain point, it's just like you literally could not spend it. Um, yeah, and yet we have some trending towards supervillain, which is cool. Um, <laughs> and it's like, you would really think that that would be out there, but maybe there's just not that many civically-minded billionaires uh, running around the place at the moment. Or maybe they're just being very quiet about it. We don't know, right? That's the thing. Who's the worst out of these three? Jeff oh, Bezos, no. Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Zuck. 100%. Okay, cool. I knew you were going to say that. I wish I had this video set up where it was a guy and it was like America, like 2056 or something. And this guy <laughs> is like, um, I just want to open up a, a, a lemonade stand. And then it's like King Ghidorah from Godzilla, except the heads are Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> And he's like, I just, you know, just a little stand. I want to do it. It's for fun. And Elon's like, what? What is fun? And Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> is a snake. And he's like, why don't you use Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> oh, I don't have it, though. But all right, let's get to another question here. This one yeah. seems logical. The best commenter on YouTube. I say that okay. so many times. He sent like pages of questions here. Excellent. First, he wanted me to tell you that. Have you ever heard that you sound like a horse track racing announcer? Uh, well, clearly, I was on my way to the race behind that trailer. So, uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll take it. Uh, what was the nicest act of goodwill that Nick has seen happen within the knife community? Nicest act of goodwill. Oh, that's really tough, right? Um, so, the nicest act of goodwill... I'm being a little circumspect here just because I don't want to I don't want to reveal too much in the way of information. But um, I'm aware of a, of a group of people who actually a young man was in a very abusive household uh, and was a member of a, a community within the knife world and actually not only arranged a way for this kid to get out of that. And he was above 18 and whatnot, but a way arranged a, a means for this kid to get out of that. But then uh housed him for months as he and oh, got him i mean that's as, as somebody who uh feels very strongly in favor of things like domestic violence shelters um and, and also understands that it's often very difficult uh for men to get resources in that world just because most of the things are not set up that way um this was not just like a donation of some cash, right? It's very easy to, you know, throw some money from your PayPal account if you're already doing pretty well financially. But this was time. This was effort. This was risk. This was pain. This was, you know, inviting somebody into your home for a while to get him wow. back on his feet. That is, to me, 100%. It's very micro, right? I don't think more than a few people know, you know, anybody who I'm talking about here. 
but at the same time, I, you know, when I saw this, uh, when I saw this sort of go down in a community I'm adjacent to, it was like, holy shit, that's, that's that a real incredible. thing. Yeah. And so that's not to dismiss the people who raise great money for people who do, you know, great charitable work, that kind of thing. But to me, that one takes the cake. Um, and I think that's a service, so to speak, that, you know, you have to be very cautious with, but is um, that can make all the difference in the world for somebody. And so that one for me is going to win by a, a very considerable margin, uh, even wow. if, you know, I can't give too much detail and it wasn't anything public. Right. So. This is another question. Uh, this one is from Matt Zemanski. Okay. How many people have Nick Shabazz tattoos that he knows of? Also, favorite knife in D2 blade steel. Okay. How many people? Kind of a fun have... question. Yeah. Uh, those are, by the way, I'm loving the also there. It's just yeah. like first tattoos, then D2. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, tattoos, I only know of one at the moment. Um, and I'm fine with that, right? It, it still blows me away that any person felt strongly enough about my channel and brand that the guy had a bunch of other knife related tattoos. So I wasn't like the first tattoo, but it was, uh, <laughs> at the gym, logo uh, on his back. <laughs> he got the full logo, uh, actually on his, on his leg. He got the full, That's uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it was incredibly flattering, right? I mean, the, the, this kind of wow. thing, basically. It was just like, wow, how have I meant this much to somebody I've never met? And frankly, have I met this much to somebody I have met, right? <laughs> um, my own wife doesn't have a nature bass tattoo. <laughs> but no, I mean, so at that level, it was very um, honestly kind of humbling, just like, whoa. Um but uh, yeah, that's the only one I'm aware of. Um, maybe there were others out there, and I'm not, by the way, necessarily encouraging that. I'm not going to say don't, but at the same time, um, yeah, there were many great causes to contribute your, your, your valuable skin. That's amazing, man. On. Yeah, it is. It's like, oh my that's God. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, favorite knife in D2. Well then, um, favorite <laughs> knife in D two steel. That's so hard. I would say elementum. I guess the base one. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but the base elementum ain't bad. I'm looking at my budget knife uh, drawer right now. One that came on my uh, desk recently that's actually quite good is this guy right here. This is the uh, CRKT Cinco. Uh, oh, wow, that's this, pretty cool. Yeah, it's a Richard Rogers design. It's actually in D2. Um, they did a really nice job with it. It's an unassisted flipper uh, with nice ergos, nice cool. and small um, steel bolstery lock, line of lock. I'm not sure quite what to call it, but either way, it's a uh, it's a whole affair. But it's actually it's shockingly nice. Um, and it was one of those where I like I got it. I was like, okay, whatever. And then I carried it. It's like, oh. And then I'm writing the review. I'm like, wow, I don't have a lot to complain about. Then I saw the price of 50 bucks. I'm like, whoa, it's like the, the, the meme with Vince McMahon, right? Like, oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so by the end of the review, it's like, well, holy crap, this is a gem. Okay, cool. So I, this isn't my favorite of all time, but yeah. it is pretty good. Um, you know, I'll also say in terms of D2, I mean, a lot of custom makers have done a lot of really good stuff with D2. And frankly, even like in terms of high-end knives with D2, that is kind of Medford's jam, right? Mm. And so then the Slim Nitty uh, is not a – that is not a bad knife. Um, I would probably not do it in D2, but he's uh, – that is a person who has pushed D2 to the highest price limits, so mm. to speak. Uh, justifiably or not, you can make that call. But yeah, so – I'd say, but I, for me, probably recently the Cinco. Otherwise, right. there are a bunch of other things out there in D2 that it's kind of a dime a dozen these days. Hard right? to narrow it down. On I think that. the Ortis is D2, or maybe it's 9CR or something. Who the heck knows with Civivi anymore? <laughs> I know, right? Just like, what did we find at the foundry this week? <laughs> it's like, what's on sale at the market today? Let's yeah, exactly. That. I, I <laughs> <laughs> like they're in the steel of the month club where they just get a pallet of it delivered. It's like a battle box for like OEMs. No? Exactly. Yeah. Like, wow, this month we get Nitro V. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Zach Stuff asks, uh, hey, what Zach your stuff. travel EDC gear is? Like if you were going somewhere, what's your typical thing that you know you're going to bring? I went to North Carolina recently to meet. The, you know the Kelly's family because I'm getting married. And congratulations! Um, thank you. 
and uh, I could only bring, I brought like four knives or something. I didn't really, you know, and just my typical, you know, small Olight i5T and some other stuff, but not nothing too crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you normally like to carry? You know, it really depends on kind of where I'm going, right? Um, but one of my very easy travel choices is the Spyderco Dragonfly, right? It's very small. Nice. Uh, it's likely to be legal in a lot of places. It's unobtrusive. It's good. Um, it'll last a while. The, 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 the Dragonfly is definitely a, a knife I enjoy traveling with. Um, what else? Recently, the most recent little road trip I took, I actually ended up taking the uh, Quiet Carry Drift uh, with me. It's, it's just another really good little knife, right? Um, and so when I was heading to a, uh, a coastal area, he says living in San Diego, so I'm in a coast, but coastaler, if you will. Coastaler. Yeah, I was in a coastaler area, and so I figured, why not have something completely rust-proof for my dry land? Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Otherwise... Like if I'm going someplace that is, uh, for instance, where I might not expect, uh, where, where, for instance, uh, luggage theft is a, a real risk, I might grab just like a Rat 2 or something like that, right? Because, yeah. you know, a Rat 2 D2 is going to be a perfectly fine knife from the entire trip. It's not going to leave me wanting, so to speak. But at the same time, if I lose it, you know, it sucks. I'm out 40 bucks, but I'm out 40 bucks rather than out 300 bucks. And similarly, you know, watch-wise, I've got a little, you know, Citizen BMW 8180 kind of affair that's, you know, reasonably inexpensive, but it's still all the watch I could need. Whereas, you know, if I'm going someplace fancier, I might do like the the, the Formex or something like that. Uh, Omega. Nice. Yeah, you got to um, calibrate it, right? We're going to go with one final question from me sure. with Knives Mark, one of my favorite people. <clears throat> he asked, uh, favorite, favorite knife, flashlight, and ink pen currently. And also, did he replace his Olight Warrior Mini yet? Uh, okay, Olight Warrior Mini. Did I ever have one of those? That's what he said. I mean, he pays attention, this guy. Olight Warrior Mini. The problem with Olights is it's just like, I don't know which one it is anymore. They, Oh, it's the one with the blue on it someplace <laughs> and the black aluminum and the, the, the emitter that's got okay color temp. It's like Olights all run freaking together at this point. Um, No, I, I don't really carry any Olight products on a regular basis. Um, If anything, uh, the flashlights I'm liking these days are like through night tip SE or the, um, 10,000 lumens <laughs> the or something like that. Or, you know, I got other options here. I've been carrying this little lumen top. Recently. I like that one. It's dumb. The end of real interface is terrible, but it's a high Cree lamp. Yeah. So I'm okay mm -hmm. with it. Right? I like that um, one. I have it as my kind of like, uh, emergency one in my bag because i carry the i5t by olight and that's like what i have like in my pocket usually in a little niche yeah. thing yeah um, oh yeah i think i is that this mm -hmm. uh, no that's the i1r Never oh that's yeah i have that one too i have that one on my keys <laughs> yeah no i i haven't been doing that much work with olight lately because mm -hmm. they're just a they're a little boring and b they're very needy right like uh, as a reviewer i'm very um, needy as a reviewer <laughs> i'm well, like i'm hitting them up like hey yeah. and, and they love it right but it's just like there is definitely there are companies where their social media managers are on you like a freaking tiger and it's like dude i have a day job like yeah. and they oh well we're gonna need three instagram mentions like dude Jeez. no absolutely not screw you oh well do you want to promote our giveaway like if i did that then i would be promoting everybody's giveaway and you don't want that any more than i do it so i'm a diva is the that's the way to read that answer but <laughs> favorite what was it knife and pen as yeah well, like right? pen like what kind of i know you you do pen sometimes so. i do pen sometimes um the biggest sort of the one that ends up in my pocket most of the time is actually in the other room at the moment, but I think I have a different version of it around here somewhere. Oh, come here, freaking pen pile over here. Um, wow. I have oh, too shit. many pens, my friend. Um, Dude! What's the value of that little valet right there? I would really rather not speculate on this on advice of counsel uh <laughs> no it's gonna be up there a little bit no um it's the the, the uh the classic the um uh oh come off it nick you know this uh the the not through night um 
Machine Era Classic pen. There we go. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah I like, that, like that one. Yeah, it's just so good for the price. Um, and then if I'm, you know, going fancy, like shown design, Pocket Six is great. Uh, favorite knife is difficult. Um, uh, <laughs> like currently, like pick one from the what you have on your table right now. Uh, from what I've got on my table right yeah, now. Yeah, right now. What what's in front of you? I mean, the Sleash Bowie is my long-term favorite. Like, I like carrying most of these. Like, the, the, the Tactile Knife Co. is really good. The MBK, the EZC version. I have three different versions of this exact same pattern knife. So that that clearly means something. The Whippersnapper from a Lamex Greg. There's a lot of gems here. I, I can't freaking pick a favorite at this point. Maybe the Delica in K390 would be a really good play. I have a whole video on knives I could stop with. Yeah, that kind of answers this, I think. But I, I don't know that I can pick a favorite fairly, right? I can't. It's I've tried a bunch of times. Every time something comes, you know, in that's new, and I'm like, oh, and then I'll yeah. revisit something from the vault in my collection of my small vault. But then I'll be like, oh, sh I love that. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think in my case, it's easier to kind of know what the least favorite ones are, kind of the ones that are probably working their way out of the collection at some point in time. But that's that's sort of a different question entirely and you know usually the favorites are just the things that have stuck around longest i have some uh clips here before i let you go sure. because uh one of the things i try to do is to convince people that tiktok is awesome so um <laughs> uh, I, this is not a tiktok this first one but it was just like a crazy story i don't know if you've um watched this clip before uh, i'm sure it's gone viral but it is insane Oh, oh no. Dude, no, no it no. is so. Oh. The, the little girl is fine, by the way. So don't. Yeah, I know. But, but uh, this really is. Nice. Look, they didn't even notice. Oh. <laughs> look. I'm like, yo. Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, what yeah. are you. What are you even doing? And this guy standing there is just like. How many oh. boxes have they gone? That this card is honking at them. Yeah, you know, this tell is... them like, hey, you have a kid. Uh, she's fine, buddy. She didn't get yeah, like yeah, of course. Stuff, but but uh, cause I, I probably wouldn't have shown that. But um, <laughs> this is a little. Oh man! Uh, you, I'm, I'm just like, I can't even believe. Look, I think the kids are trying to tell them. Maybe, look, they finally notice. I think right now. Yeah. Oh, and the what cars are, are you... honking at him like, oh my god! What, what are, are you thinking? doing? Yeah, oh my god, is right. now That's... now do you think fired for the bus driver? Yeah. I mean That's gotta be fired, right? Uh, I'm one of those she people. She seems who... like a nice lady. Seems nice and yeah, you know, look, are you really expecting it? But it, it's like, wow, that was not a great moment for you. And I would probably, if I were that bus driver, I probably would have quit. Right. Like yeah. that, that would have been traumatic. I feel like for me. So mm -hmm. I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say, I demand their head. But at the same time, Oh boy, that's a bad look. And it is bad. I, these other ones are probably funny. I'm expecting. Yeah. So. I hope so. Good God, man. <laughs> um, I actually don't know what a lot of these are because what I do when I collect clips from this is I will just download a bunch of things that I liked I'll put them in a folder and I usually check them out. This is how this is the uh, format of my live show and people really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I th these when you download a video from TikTok, it is labeled in like just numbered and lettered gibberish. So I yeah. don't know what anything is. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> you talk black ass in the line. Fucking black bitch. Get your ass in the line. Oh my God. I think that was for my Patreon. <laughs> I think that might have been. Wow. Um... <laughs> hey, I didn't make that. I didn't make that video. But, you know, I think Jeff Bezos, that's what Amazon factories are like, man. It's, Unfortunately, uh, my male yeah, person did this. A, uh, hotbed of workers' rights. From the oh, this is, this is a funny one right here. Okay. I really like this a lot. This has a lot. This has to do with receiving packages, and we all do that. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, this is just one person's uh, experience. Can you tell me why my male person did this? Can you tell me why? Why did this, why did this happen? 
Oh, wow. That's a very toy fit. They really parked that big Mack truck right in this little garage. I'm oh, shit. Uh, I just realized that Nick is gone for some reason. And uh, I'm going to see what's up. Hey, Nick, did you have to go? Have to go. <laughs> you logged off. I'm sorry about that, guys. Um, he has logged off for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, I'm just messaging him right now just to see what's up. But that is a pretty funny... Not thing. even upset. I'm impressed. Sort of... Ah! The Nick is back. Yeah, I have no idea what just happened, but that's okay. I Safari just crashed. On, uh, let's move on to one more clip because I like watched that on the show already. Sorry but about I, that, guys. I gotta be <laughs> honest, I'm not that perturbed by that because I'm thinking like I'm just gonna grab like chopsticks if I know what's in there and just yep. like thunk thunk pull. Yep. Like I yep. could live with that, right? That's I was thinking this. Like I would just get a Leatherman and poke holes in it and just pull it out. That's what I exactly. was thinking about doing. Or cut a so EDC guys don't have that problem. Yeah, exactly. We'll have that we solve yeah. things with duct tape. Yeah, and and, and uh, a zip ties. <laughs> duct tape could work there too, right? Let me see. Um, what is man? I, I I remember it was Slim Pickens in TikTok today. There wasn't a lot of stuff, so Slim Pickens. Uh... Oh, this is all right. So, are you fine with really gross shit? Oh, good lord, popping! Yeah, you can go for it. <laughs> this is the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that has to be fake. I'm sorry. Is I, it? But dermatologists um, all over TikTok. Oh, I know that popping. They've been reacting TikTok to this, and they said it's real. Don't you go somewhere else? Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh my God. He needs some assist with that cyst. Huh? <laughs> he needs some assist. Dude, look at this dude's arm. And the little baby is like, that's not good. Mm. Yeah, that, my oh. friend, is, uh, that's problematic. I am, uh... <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I actually... time. Uh, I actually took it easy on you um, well, because you. it's I... usually much, much worse. The videos uh, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't want to get that many. I didn't want to gross you out too much. Like, yeah, it is literally to, about to, to be dinner time. So uh... I had to put some respect on the name, the Shabazz name. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had to be like, all right, let's not push him too much. But thank hey, you. Finally, so I get respect. No. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for doing yeah, this. Man. It was really a lot of be, fun. Yeah. And uh, anytime you want to do anything, of course, you're welcome to hop yeah, if on. If I have a really good armzit, I'll come on the show oh and just my go for you. Let, do the crossover, right? Because, <laughs> you know, I've already got the watchmaker's tweezers right over here for, for bearing disassemblies. So I feel like we're, we're not far off. Right? That's the next disassembly video. It's like a cyst. Yeah. How to disassemble and maintain whatever the hell that thing is. Um <laughs> yeah oh man uh, <laughs> thank you so much uh everybody follow nick if you don't i mean come on nick shabazz everywhere youtube instagram just follow him on there Hit i was up gonna say patreon. everybody should follow you but too late yeah patreon yeah. Is <laughs> this guy patreon him uh patreon.com slash everyday city carry so i can get a new pair of jeans but this is your boy in the nyc and the nick shabazz saying peace and good night Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.